Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team. Team champions of the podcast world. I am the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost. With me, as always, is the radical one, the right lip, Brian Dean. And joining special guest in studio from the grips of the bat herself, Jen from Legit Bat. How are you? Good. How are you? I love your radio voice, ghost. It's pretty good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Just a half-retarded motherfucker over here. It's a lot of fun, man. I might cough a little bit because I got some more scorpion and ghost pepper seeds and <laughs> I, I must've got, I must've inhaled some or something. So I might be muting myself every now and then, but it's great to have you on here, Jen. Yes, absolutely. Should be it's an honor to be on cunt. Yes. Yeah. We talked about that's a uh, women, women empowerment. Right. And I see you're drinking a white claw over there. Ghost. What are you drinking? Are you drinking anything? Uh, water. I think I'm still a little buzzed from last night. So, uh, man, I'm, I'm buzzing from uh, from betting, dude. I had a good night last night. It was a lot of fun. I'm drinking. I found one of these things. These are really cool. It's um lemon raspberry, like oh. beer. It's really good. It's like a kind of almost like a sour, but it's delicious. Okay, almost kind of kind of like a shandy, but but with uh some berry in it. Uh, some berry, yeah, exactly. It's pretty good though. I like it a lot. So, um. Usually, Jen, what we do, we kind of like shoot the shit up front here. Like, what'd you get into this weekend? You, did you, uh, obviously, you guys are doing some yard work. This is like kind of your business day at home, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. But you do anything fun? Yeah, yeah. No, a bunch of our friends moved back from Indiana. They moved from California to Indiana, and then they just moved back to California. And we're very surprised, but happy they're back. So we had a huge barbecue last night and drank oh. way too much. So I'm drinking <laughs> White Claw right now just to feel normal again. And right. I drink White Claw because of you, Ryan. You got me into White Claw way back now, in the day. Was that a watermelon by chance? Was that the flavor? No, it's the grapefruit. Is that Ooh. your favorite one? No, no. I just grabbed the ones that were left. I like the black cherry. I like all of them, really. I just hate mango. That's the only one I can't do. Really? I think I've drank too many mango ones, and I don't like them that much anymore. But the blackberry is bomb. I don't know if you've had the oh, blackberry yet. that one's yet. great. I have. That one's great. But you can't find it anymore. They only have the two different variety packs one of them is like orange watermelon and lemon it's they're real boring and then the other ones are the lime grapefruit raspberry and black cherry and that's yeah. the ones we get all the time right you can't right have a mango what's that you can't have a no mango right right i mean it, dude i the uh the black cherry ones or the blackberry ones rather i always get them confused but the blackberry ones they only sell in tall cans here now which mm-hmm. is fine you know what I mean? I can throw a couple of those back and feel pretty good. But I've been liking those like refreshing things. That's why I'm drinking this weird little uh it's from Osho Brewing and uh that popsicle blonde. It's good. It's like the the sour kind of lighter shit. It's only four point five percent, so it's kind of nice when you are a little hungover. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just that's get perfect going. too. In the summertime, you need to have something refreshing. I drink oh. beer and wine during the winter time. That's fine. But a nice refreshing whatever the fuck white claw is is perfect in the summer. I have you it. tried uh, Arizona's hard tea? I have not. Huh. Highly recommend the lemon. They have lemon, peach, and their ginseng and honey uh, brand, but their hard, hard, uh, hard iced tea blows fucking um, twisted tea out of the water. Uh, yeah, I had the Mountain uh, Dew, and it was gross. Uh, the hard it? Mountain Dew. I don't know if you guys have had that. It reminds uh, me of Four Loco. Like I feel like your IQ points go down a little bit when you're drinking one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, with Mountain Dew attached to it, it has to be <laughs> I know. sucking it's brain a- cells away with every sip. Right. And it's like you have to have a mullet or something drinking that shit. It's really nasty. I know Ghost is a big fan of Mountain Dew. I was but- just going to say, or you just be, have, be bald and have a goatee. Dude, the demographic of Mountain Dew drinkers is honestly like, it's like a trailer park. Type it is. It's white trash. Right, right. Okay. Well, as long <laughs> as you know, that's good. I do. I do. Trust me. I know. Well, uh, what'd you get into this weekend, Ghost? Uh, Friday, we did the tavern, had a great time doing that. And uh, yesterday, spent some time with my sister, got caught up on uh, 10 years of absenceness. So nice. Good time. Took her up to the little local uh, dive bar here in town. And uh, I said, are you hungry? And she's like, yeah, I was going to cook her food. And I forget how it came up. I was like, yeah, the, the, the bar in town, you get 21 deep fried shrimp for $5 and 50 cents. She's like, can we go get them? I'm like, sure. Why not? <laughs> Let's go to the dive bar. So we went up there, had a couple drinks and then came back and just kind of chilled, listened to music and, uh, drank a lot of fucking beer, a lot of fucking beer. Good. Yeah. Are you, you guys are catching up. You just have been, uh, kind of like out of each other's lives for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, long story short a lot of weird shit kind of went on back in the day and and what have you and maybe i kind of blamed her for some shit and whatever and probably shouldn't have but hey uh i I, well i called you right after i ran into her in the beginning of the week and what have you and i was like you know i'm just going to take the higher higher road here and uh a new approach to life and see see what happens and give it a chance so that's good man good shit will come to you if you do that kind of stuff right absolutely absolutely Good Throw stuff. good karma back. Didn't get a oh, chance yeah. any uh, any cool movies, but uh, really craving to watch Nefarious again. Nefarious is good, dude. You haven't watched the movie everyone's talking about, the fucking Sound of Freedom? No, I have not. Have you seen that, Jen? Nope, I haven't. I have uh, seen a lot of posts on Instagram, Facebook, and all the socials all about it. Yeah. Not not seen it. See, I don't think I'm going to watch it. Or they fucking bash against it, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. So the reason I think people bash against it and why there's a lot of people like quote unquote exposing shit about it is because this movie's allowed to come out, right? Like it's a, it's a movie all about like, you know, it sounds like elite pedophile, like, or, or human traffickers essentially, right? To me, I, it just, it gives me a weird vibe. Like right after that, there was some weird shit in California, Jen. I don't know if you saw where they lay, they lightened up the penalties for trafficking, for human trafficking. Can actually That's play crazy. this. I'll play I this video. See that, but uh, you know what's weird is that movie is PG thirteen, so they don't actually show anything in the movie. They just uh, reference it or just kind of infer what's happening throughout the movie. I I just was looking it up and I saw that it was PG thirteen. Like, wow, you want teenagers to see that? I mean, maybe they do, but right. I mean, it's strange. I'll show this really quick um, because it. I, I think it is interesting timing at the very least. Um, let's see. I got to share my sound. And uh, yeah, so check this out. It's a it's a three minute long video, I think. I don't know if I recorded the whole thing, but let's see. Tense scrutiny tonight after blocking yeah. a bill that would have prevented child sex traffickers from being released from prison early. That bill is SB 14. It would have increased prison sentences for those who commit that crime again and again. Yeah, the measure had strong bipartisan support, and now Democratic leaders, including the governor, are speaking out. KCRA 3 Capitol correspondent Ashley Zavala explains the response now from state leaders and where that bill stands right now. 
Well, state Democratic leaders are saying to stay tuned on this child sex trafficking bill with both Governor Gavin Newsom and the Democratic leader of the Assembly suggesting that they're concerned with how this bill was blocked yesterday. Again, this measure had broad bipartisan support in the state Senate. It passed out of there unanimously, and it was halfway through the legislative process before yesterday. As we reported, the Assembly Public Safety Committee blocked the bill that would have ensured people convicted of sex trafficking children do not get out of prison early and would face harsher penalties if they continue to commit the crime. Governor Gavin Newsom told us today he spoke with the bill's author, Senator Shannon Grove, this morning, and he was also surprised by yesterday's vote. It's an area I care deeply about, have since my time as mayor. Uh, as a supervisor, working with then District Attorney Kamala Harris, I appreciate Shannon Grove's efforts on this, and uh, and uh, wanted to make sure she knew that today, and uh, we'll be following up, and we'll have more to say about that very shortly. Senator Grove had a meeting late this afternoon with the leader of the Assembly Public Safety Committee, Assemblyman Reggie Jones-Sawyer. She wants the Assembly to suspend the rules for her bill to bypass this committee to be voted on by the full House. Yeah, I think the meeting was very productive. Um, there was nothing decided at that meeting. Uh, we kind of laid out the situation, and, and um, we I really do feel like it was a productive meeting, um, and so we're still waiting uh, for results. Meanwhile, Assembly Speaker Robert Revis was asked repeatedly about this issue at a Sacramento Press Club event this afternoon. He said discussions are underway to, quote, get this right. We are um, in, very much engaged, and we have been uh, since last night. California Republican Party Chairwoman Jessica Milan Patterson outraged by the committee's decision. They obviously need to take this back up for reconsideration. I think that they are seeing Californians are outraged about this, and America is watching. They need to fix this right away, not just because of the political blowback, but because it's the right thing to do for our kids. Proposed laws for the year face a deadline this coming Friday to pass out of their policy committees in order to move forward for the year. Because lawmakers go on summer recess at the end of this week, it's unclear if this bill will get special circumstances or if the conversation will pick back up next year. Now, Assembly Speaker Robert Revis is new, so he did not appoint Assemblyman Reggie Jones-Sawyer to lead the Assembly Public Safety Committee. We asked Revis if he was going to keep Jones-Sawyer in that post. Revis would not say, but said that an update was coming eventually. Reporting at the state capitol, Ashley's... Yeah, so you get the idea there, but Jen is the only Californian. What do you... What do you th- or on the show, at least, the only Californian. What do you think about that? Um, well, I know Gavin Newsom's going to run for president, <clears throat> so it seems like they're making a huge deal out of it not being passed so that he can come in and save the day and mm. then look better as a presidential candidate, possibly. I don't know how that lady, I don't know who that was, but saying it's a productive meeting and then the next words out of her mouth are nothing was decided. How yeah. is that productive at all? It's ridiculous. It's just that double speak that fucking politicians use all the time, right? But I mean, it's just, it's wild. Like the timing is very interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I know that it seems like it takes a little while for bills to go through and whatever, but this is a, some committee who elects these people, who, who puts these people in power, or who puts these people to where they can make that kind of decision to where Rep- California Republicans and California Democrat, uh, like actual government officials, they can look like they're agreeing and like they're the good guys in this instance. You know what I mean? And then there's just some rogue committee out there fucking everything up. It's strange. Yeah. And it's weird because how is it not a slam dunk bill to pass? It's really obvious. Why would you even, why does that even have to be something that people are arguing about? What is the benefit of not passing it? Like, that's what I want to know. Why would they vote against that? I have no fucking idea. Just kind of goes to show you the, the state of, uh, 
society that we live in all around the world. I mean, I hope these people burn in fucking hell for it. Yeah, man, it's a dark thing. Like, I don't know, just politicizing this issue is sick. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a really, really nasty thing to politicize. And I understand. I mean, honestly, abortion, I think, is too. Um, the gun, I mean, all these, you know, different political issues are kind of, uh, kind of shitty to play as like pawns in this whole situation. But, um, I'm trying to find some more clips here real quick. There we go. Um, you didn't dude, tell gotta... us what you did this weekend. What's that? You didn't tell us what you got into this weekend. Oh, you oh, yeah, yeah. And went right, we're swinging for the fucking ropes here well we mentioned it you know and i was like well i got a clip for this so i just forgot but uh yeah man no just had a good had a good weekend i uh you know watched ufc last night as always and uh had a successful betting night which is always fun um i was really really close to making like two thousand dollars almost but i got like 400 is what i ended up with so it was a good night it was a fun fun situation last night obviously drank quite a bit made some delicious food like the best meat i think i've ever made for tacos and uh, we've been eating them for three days now and it's just i mean it's not getting old so gonna eat some enchiladas with that meat today nice nice right, i don't right. even know what i'm cooking today yet so i mean you can never go wrong with beef dude it's just like just some beef in a crock pot season it up and you're good to go so it's what for dinner that's what i'm told that is what yeah. i'm told so we'll kind of change up the the mood here a little bit there was uh there's a pretty interesting story. I mean, Victoria, as always, sending really great stuff. Um, I want to, and she probably sent you a lot of the same stuff, Ghost, but this is a really interesting thing coming out of Brazil. A transgender going in the women's bathroom here. Pretty wild. So a transgender male decided to go into a women's bathroom exposing his private parts while women and children were around. But this guy must have forgot that this is in Los Angeles. This is Brazil, motherfucker, and they don't play that shit here. It's pretty sad these women have to do the job of a man by taking the trash out. But you can see this asshole deserves every bitch slap that he gets. Let's call him what he is. He's a pedophile. And if this was in Los Angeles, you bet your ass Antifa would be out there protecting this pedophile and protesting the, uh, these women. Congratulations to these women for taking out the trash. I mean, you Shut gotta up. love Brazilian women, dude. There's many yeah. reasons to love them, but wow, that was... Uh, you like to see that kind of stuff. Shout out uh, Hidden Gateway. He he puts out some good content, and uh, I, I saw that video on his his uh, IG, and I, when, I, when I watched it, at first I watched it with no sound. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And I turned the sound, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's wild, <laughs> dude. It's insane. Now, Jen, do you see this going on up there? I mean, I know you're in kind of a red district, but is there a lot of dudes that go in women's bathrooms there? No, none. I've never seen it. I I live in kind of a boring part of California for this this time in our society um, because people don't take shit up here. A lot of people didn't wear masks during COVID. A lot of businesses, cool. uh, there were some um, little cafes that were like, you're not allowed to wear a mask in here when we were like mm. on lockdown and forced like to that. wear masks. So, so yeah, so we weren't, I never see that shit. I can't even imagine. I've I seen heard... a dude wearing a woman's bathing suit. That's like the closest I've seen. Well, I do that all the time. Yeah. What goes? I said, was his name Dylan? <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney. Dude, uh, I saw, you know, talking about, you know, restaurants not allowing, um, you know, masks to be worn and stuff. I guess in and out, which is California based, right? They're passing a, a thing where they're not going or they're, they're kicking this idea around to where their employees cannot wear masks, which I yeah, think I is think great. They did. They, they did, did pass that. that in 
not in California and Oregon, but in like Utah, New Mexico, Arizona, wherever else in and out is, they did. They made it a rule that uh, employees are not allowed to wear masks at all. That's great. Which is weird in the service industry, food service though. Like I, I don't know. I'm not saying they should be wearing masks, but um, I guess I like it as a preventative measure for in case this happens again. And there's some sort of mask mandate that's in place already. Like, oh yeah, actually we don't have to follow this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is kind of interesting with food and stuff like that, but I don't know, man. I, you know, this is where I got in a lot of heat with like the drunk driving idea where like, obviously drunk driving is bad, but I think that we should be allowed to do it unless you fucking cause an accident. We talked about this ad nauseum, so I don't want to get into it again, obviously, but you know, like people are like death threatening me and shit. Like, you know, people that don't know me at all commenting, being like, I hope you fucking get in a car accident when you're drunk drive. I'm like, dude, I don't do that. I'm just saying that I think people should be allowed to do it. Now, everyone's done it, right? Every, I mean, if you're lying, if you say that you've never fucking driven a little little too drunk. Right. Um, but yeah, man, people get so so emotional about this shit, and it's very strange, to say the least. But um, let me show this now. Um, this is pretty creepy, actually. So eight out of ten parents have followers that they've never met. I'm just going to kind of read this. Meet the parents of nine-year-old Ella. They often post about her life on social media. Oblivious to how it could impact her future. Showing the parents walking in here. We're in movie theater. So completely unaware, we showed them. Using just one photo and AI, we were uh, able to basically recreate Ella grown up. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. It's me, Ella. Well, a a digital version of me. Just a bit older. Amazing what technology can do these days, isn't it? All you need are a couple of pictures, like the ones you share on social media, where they can be taken and used by everybody. I I know, for you, these pictures are just memories. But for others, they are data. And for me, maybe the beginning of a horrible future. A future where my identity can be stolen just like that. Where I can go to prison for things that I would never do. Imagine my credit score being destroyed, Dad. Or my voice copied to scam you, Mom. Mom, I'm in trouble. I I need you to send me money, please. I don't want to become a a meme (laughs) humiliated by everyone at school. What you share online is like a digital footprint that will follow me around for the rest of my life. I'm telling you this because I know you love me and would never do anything to harm me. So please, Mom, please, Dad, protect my virtual privacy. That's freaky. Like, they make it like a horror movie, you know what I mean? That is some scary shit, because... You know, obviously, Jen, you're a mother. I'm a father. And, you know, we've we've posted pictures of our kids when they were younger, you know, not thinking and seeing that. It's like, holy, f- I never I mean, you hear about it. I mean, and think about it, but it's never like in the forefront of your thought. But seeing that it's like, holy fuck, 
you know, what could I have possibly done? You know, to yeah, that's never our intentions future. when we're posting yeah. stuff. We're just thinking, you know, our relatives can see it. My family lives 3000 miles away from me. So I, I post pics of our kids occasionally right. so they can see right. them. But I think so many people do it though. The odds of your kid getting picked for that are sure. so slim. I'm right. not saying there's no risk, but it's everywhere now. Every single person posts pictures of their kids. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely agree with it. It's just interesting the the level that scammers will go to, right? Scammers are the worst people. Like, I mean, maybe not the very worst, but, you know, I mentioned this, like when my dad had his surgery, there was someone when he was on the operating table being worked on, there was someone trying to scam him because somehow they got his data from the hospital and they were trying to charge my mom for something that we weren't familiar with. And I looked up the number while she was on the phone and it was a scam number, which is great that you can do, by the way. And, um, you know, thank God everything worked out, you know, with the, with the operation and everything. But I mean, how fucking shitty is that when, you know, a family's stressed out already and then there, these people are hitting you with some like random charge, you know, it's just, it's wild. The, the levels that these people go to, man. That happened to my grandparents. Uh, actually someone called my grandfather and I was like the black sheep of the family. So he just like automatically thought it was me, which is really crappy. Like he didn't, she didn't say her name, but she was like, grampy, I'm in trouble which is what we called our grandfather. And I mean, we still do. He's still alive. But he said, he said, Jenny, is that you? Of course, it would be me. I'm trapped in Canada and I need money. Send money. I need $2,000. And he was like, okay, hold on. And he was trying to help me and talk to me, to me, quote unquote. And uh, this person kept going on and on about how they were arrested or pulled over and needed money. And he finally... I guess she kept changing the amounts that she needed. And he was like 75 at the time and good on him. He asked, he said, Hey, Jenny, what's your middle name? And then she hung up the phone because she couldn't answer the question. (laughs) So, so he did not get scammed, but I just thought that was really weird that, I mean, people have been doing that for years. This was in the early two thousands that that happened to my grandfather. There was no social media at that time. People were still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. They did that actually to my grandma too, when she was around, um, said that it was my cousin it was a you know some police officer they were pretending to be a cop cop or something and they were saying that they needed money because my cousin was in jail right and so you know grandparents usually will do anything for their grandkids right so it's like you know without thinking my grandma's at the bank ready to wire money to some fucking random dude right and so it was just uh luckily the manager of that grocery store was aware of what was going on and kind of helped her out there but it's crazy it's very very sad that people will stoop to that level there yeah Um, like a piece of shit what makes me feel like a piece of shit when what? I was, well, when I was yeah, freshman, maybe in high school or maybe eighth grade back then, uh, you had landlines and you'd prank people. Right. Mm-hmm. So me and my friend are sitting there one day and I just decided to type in my last, uh, four digits of the, my phone number backwards. And I got this little old lady and for a year, she thought I was her grandson calling every, every, every time. And I was like, yeah, I'll be over to do this and help you. Oh with my that. God. That's fucked oh, up. That's so fucked up. <laughs> it, it is fucked up. And finally, after it was about a, a year into it, she finally asked a question. She's like, you just left here. Why, why are you coming back? And, and this isn't, this isn't my grandson. I forget who she, what the name of the grandson was, but I played, I played along with this for a fucking year and pretty bad. back on it. 
I, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. It was funny as hell, but I'm a piece of shit. For at least, it sounds like she had a good grandson, though, that was at least over there. And right. she thought it was you, but she at least did have a grandson who was yeah. coming over maybe at a different time. It would have right. sucked if there was just never anyone who showed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. And like, I would tell her, I'd be like, yeah, I'll be there in about an hour or something. And, you know, and then never, t- and then wait. Maybe next next weekend, call again or whatever. Yeah. They probably thought she had Alzheimer's or something. Every time he'd come over, she's like, I just talked to you on the phone. Yeah. They're like, Grandma, you're going crazy. And she's like, no, I swear. Damn. Yeah, that's rough, dude. We yeah. all do bad shit when we're kids, though. I used to do some pretty fucked up stuff. We used to go on Saturday nights, me and my nerd friends. We'd just go egg random people's houses, like just random. Like, yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, but. we did. that. We targeted this one house around uh, Halloween one year eggs tomatoes what have you and we thought we were we were getting away with it i mean we'd hide in the alley and fucking just do it next thing you know maybe they figured out our which we thought was random but they figured out our pattern and uh next thing you know they're they're waiting for us the the homeowners and what have you and we all got busted and we all had to chip in to pay for the uh the power washing of the the house or we were or they were going to call the cops so that's what we did we all wow. yeah. dude i would love to I would love to catch some fucking kids trying to egg my house and like literally just wait behind a corner and like hit them in the head with a fucking shovel or something like just one time, just one of them, just a fucking, I mean, they'll never do it again. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, uh, that's what you got to do. But yeah, man, we used to do baloney on the car, which is fucked up. It like eats the paint of the car in like a perfect Uh, circle. Awful kids. Gross baloney. Yuck. I know. The worst lunch meat ever. Oh, it's some of my favorite. I mean, if you fry a nice thick piece, Jen, you don't like that? Oh, no, I like cold. Bo- I like bologna sandwiches, but just <laughs> out in the open on a car. That's like the worst one. Right. It's gross. I agree. Maybe olive loaf might be worse. Oh, right? yeah, you're yeah. right on that. Little olive loaf. Um, OK, let me I got a couple more here. Um, this guy always makes interesting stuff. This character here. You know, a lot of people like to debate whether the earth is flat or round these days. And, you know, there's a lot of interesting experiments you can do yourself to try to figure it out or things that just don't quite line up or whatever. But the reality is you're never really going to know until you just get up there and look yourself. And most people won't do that. So really, we just got to rely on the trust of the people that have told us, which leads us to another question. Do we trust what the people in control are telling us about outer space? Is outer space even real? Before you jump off, we do got to question the fact that the original footage of the landing of the moon was lost. We lost the single most greatest achievement, the most important footage to humankind, and we lost it. And not only did we lose it, but we lost the calculations of how we got there in the first place, and we can't get there today. I'd go to the moon in a nanosecond. Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore. We used to, but we... Uh, destroyed that technology and it's a painful process to build it back again it was all recorded on these telemetry tapes so where is this hard evidence i haven't uh seen anything that indicates the telemetry data is even in existence and as i said even if we had it we don't have the machines to play it back but your you your own research has shown the telemetry data is missing that's that's right could this be true? Mankind's first interplanetary exploration and the original science data is missing? If it's anywhere, it should be here at NASA's Goddard Space Center in Maryland, 
home to the National Space Science Data Archives. This film you're making now, what is it? Uh, does it have a name? I mean, do you have you have a name for it yet, or are you? Calling it? Did we go? Did we go? Okay, okay. Doesn't have it either. The Smithsonian right. doesn't have it. Right. Johnson doesn't right. have it. Right. Right. We we've been unable to 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 track it down. I mean, we don't know uh, where this this telemetry data ended up, and we don't know the what what path it may have taken. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm afraid I can't really give you much of a clue as to as to where this data ended up and whether it, it still exists or not. NASA admitted that it had lost lost the original footage of man's first steps on the moon. That technology the NASA scientist is talking about is less technology that's in your smartphone right now. In fact, it's less technology that's in a modern calculator that took us to the moon. And even though we don't have the original data for how we got to the moon, at least we do still have some of the footage. The original footage was missing, but we do have copies of the original footage, and it was preserved by a man, a man named Jonathan Knoll. The same Jonathan Knoll who invented Photoshop. Yeah, the hmm. special effects artist Jonathan Knoll, who also works for a company called Industrial Light and Magic, working in the industry of video special effects owned by George Lucas, who was a Freemason. And when you look at the original Photoshop logos, you start to recognize the eye, the one eye symbolism. You start to realize, maybe this Jonathan Knoll guy was part of the I remember all those. Along. In fact, maybe he might have been a generational individual that was a part of this agenda for a very long time. See, he invented Photoshop but there was also a very famous Knoll scientist at NASA who discovered a lot of things as well. Do you think it's possible he could be related? And there was also a Knoll family that was brought over from Project Paperclip when the Nazi German scientists were brought over that helped develop NASA. Yes, NASA. And it's ironic that NASA is the word which means to deceive in Hebrew. Speaking of German scientists who were brought over in Operation Paperclip, there's another one. Warner von Braun, a Nazi German scientist who helped develop the Saturn V rocket. One of the first rockets that took people to the moon in Apollo 11. He was also really good friends and worked very closely with Walt Disney. Why are these people that work in space associated with special effects? Now it makes a little bit more sense why Jonathan Knoll of Industrial Light Magic is listed on NASA's website. NASA selects contractor for the first Prometheus mission to Jupiter. Oh, representative for Industrial Light and Magic. Oh, who's that? Yeah, John Knoll. NASA announces Kepler discovery. Oh, again, John Knoll being involved. Why would a person involved in light and magic and in deceiving people with special effects have anything to do with NASA. I mean, you gotta wonder, Industrial Light and Magic is owned by George Lucas. Is George Lucas part of an agenda? <laughs> I mean, they're just showing this. he doesn't mean the movie Star Wars, clearly it's not agenda-based, is it? But wait a second, when you start to study a little bit of occult history and mystery knowledge, you come across the story of Isis, Osiris, and Seth. You see, Isis, had two brothers, Seth and Osiris, and both of her brothers were in love with her, but Isis only loved Osiris. So Seth was jealous 
and Seth wanted to kill his brother Osiris. So Isis created the Jedi, or the Jedi, which was a pillar of light to stay lit that would follow Osiris around. So that way, in all situations, That's he was protected cool. from Seth, or the Sith. Hmm. Sound familiar? This is an occult story, but they've been blamed. So we get the idea there. I, I don't want to listen like a whole fucking podcast on this, but yeah, it's pretty interesting, right? I mean, like all the connections there. Yeah, that was just starting to get really good. I fuck. I know. Yeah, I just didn't want to listen to the whole. I don't know how long it was going. Like you know, I go into these blind, but um, yeah, man, it's an interesting story. I, I can send that uh, send that to you. But that dude always has some really good information out there. Where do you stand on this whole thing, Jen? Like on the moon landing and all that so shit I, will you send me that because we're, we've been sure. talking to one of our friends um <clears throat> joe had showed me a video when i first moved here in like 2015 he was like do you know that we maybe didn't land on the moon and i was like what i don't i never even thought about it and he showed me some documentary i don't even remember what it's called but it was so compelling and it didn't necessarily make me say we definitely didn't at the time right now i definitely don't think we did but just that one video at least made me go hmm weird but they lost all the footage, everything you could, there's like little, the, the cross marks or whatever that were on the camera in the video right. footage were in the wrong places. It was clearly set up. It was definitely a video. I mean, we didn't really go. And then um, the technology was bullshit. We went in a tin can to the moon and we can't go back now. Yeah, right. So we're, we've been showing our friend though, these documentaries. I think that one would be super helpful for him because he was, he was real angry about listening to it and watching any video on it <laughs> he thought we were crazy people he's like of course we went to the moon and then um he he did watch a documentary and he was like well and he started texting joe and asking questions and then asking for more stuff so i wanted to send him that because so, that was a really good one did you ask him how we called the moon from a landline yeah <laughs> i mean yeah we've talked about everything you're like have you seen the tip who was holding the camera when, right. when it when it took off and came back like how did we see that I mean, so I tagged you in that, Jen. I tagged you. Uh, it's I don't like fruit, right? Yeah, I did that, and I did a uh, legit bet as well. So yeah, you you should have well, that. Thank now. you. It's very interesting though. Like the guy, you know, the the Photoshop stuff. I think is enough right there just to uh, let you know because you can fucking do anything that you can think of in your head. You can do it in Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Illustrator. 100%. So, yeah, wild and stuff. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that whole Star Wars. I never I never even put those connections together about Seth and, and Seth, like the, the Sith. Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And the Jedi. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, but man. Maybe I need to do some uh, deep diving into some ancient Egyptian religion again. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. The Egyptian stuff is really fun to uh, to look into. And a lot of the shit that we, you know, base a lot of this big stuff off of is uh is based off of like those old like ancient mystery schools as we call them right mm -hmm. um so let me show one funny one real quick and then we can go over to you ghost uh, jen you didn't happen to bring anything did you i sent ghost a couple things there's okay. a video of a sperm whale exploding that's pretty funny very legit ask. okay well yes i, I we got to see that then but yeah i want to show this funny i mean this is great uh so so good right here <laughs> this is just it made my day when i saw it oh we got <laughs> You yeah. guys want to go on break? Yeah, you guys haven't taken a break yet, right? Really? 
Yeah, you guys can go on break. Are you sure? Take, take 30 for lunch. All right, yeah, let's bring in the afternoon squad. Let's give them a premium watch, boys. Let's go, let's move, let's move, let's move. Boys, little cock rub on the license plate, maybe? Yeah, that shit's hot as fuck. Can I get my keys? My keys? Yeah. Can I get my keys? Okay. All right, boys, let's do the rinse. No. I think the keys are in the whip, no? Oh. Yo, wait, we didn't even dry it yet. Holy fuck. Yeah. Whatever, easy work for us, boys. Little one each. Roll these up. Let's rip some fucking Hollywoods later, boys. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. That guy's pissed. I'm going to finish my car. Yeah, dude. I leave the soap on there and all that shit, and he just backs up all quick, man. So for people just listening, you know, there's like these hot girls that are about to wash this dude's car, and then right when before they start, the dude, he's actually from the Full Send podcast. It's kind of good if you're into, like, just dumb entertainment it's hilarious stuff they're really big with like the ufc and dana white and all that shit but um then they switch these like beautiful women out for like these fat fucking dudes i mean massive one of the guys from jackass is on there um but yeah man that's i, I actually like would like to see that in person i would let the fat dudes finish my car i'd just be laughing i don't know why the guy got so pissed well he, yeah he, that was very dumb. egotistical dr egotistically driven I guess, man. No, yeah. He had a reason him. for stopping there, though. I mean, he got there and he was like, yeah, I want these hot girls to wash my car. He was yes. really excited. And then shirtless sumo wrestlers come out <laughs> and do it instead. And the one big fat dude's humping the back of the car. I know. Watching like, a dude uh, hump my car, I would just laugh. Like, as long as they don't bang it up, like, go ahead. Oh, uh, shit. That reminds me of a, a video I saw. Uh, I think it was yesterday. and I should have clipped it, but I didn't. Uh, this guy's filming. He's in a convenience store, right? And it might not be a good part of the neighborhood, but there's this uh, black gentleman in front of him and he, he's sagging his pants and what have you. And he turns and looks at him. He's like, why are you filming me? And he turns back around and he's like, dude, was it a fart or a shit? And his pants are hanging that low that, you know, his underwear is showing. Dude, fucking big ass shit stain. Uh, he reaches back and he, he's, he touches it. He's like, what? And like, cut. And then the video stopped. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, man. I don't know. I, to think that I used to sag my pants in middle school is embarrassing. Yeah. At least you didn't shit in them, though, too, right? I mean, yeah. just the sag pants. I have shit my pants before as an adult. <laughs> Hasn't everyone? Well, we've talked about it. Yeah. I shit my pants like two years ago. I was talking to Deplorable Janet about <laughs> where I just came home. I was like home on break from work and I like walked in the bedroom and I like just had to fart a little bit and I was like, no big deal. And I was like, oh, hold on. I think I just shit my pants a little bit, just a little. It was a tiny shit. Like a gamble and lost, huh? I did shit oh, my pants fun. like two years ago. So, hey, that's I'm right there with you. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I, I've done it. You know, you, you cough too hard and, you know, you might have had too many beers or something in the, the day before and you wake up, you cough. You go, oh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm getting old now. If I sneeze, yeah. sometimes I pee a little bit. I'm yes. like, damn, I only did that when I was pregnant with my daughter, which is super normal to do it then. Right. But I'm just like, I must drink too much and my bladder's weakening and I'm in my 40s. So, you know, I sneeze and I pee sometimes. There we go. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I have not done that. And uh, with the shitting, I, I, I haven't shit my pants in a long time. It's been a um, I don't think. I, I'm trying to remember. But, yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. I think everybody has shits their pants as adults every once in a while. I actually had a friend that had to call off of work because he was driving into work and he shit his pants on the way. 
So then he just called out for the <laughs> whole like, day. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> that, that's He's what... like, my day is ruined. <laughs> yeah. It, there's no there's no coming back from that in the day. So you just go back home, go to sleep. Tomorrow's a new day. It's humbling. Yeah. Right. Nice. That's humbling. a way to say it. <laughs> so what do you got, Ghost? Uh, let's see here. What do, what does Ghost have? Uh, let's share those ones that, uh, that Jen shot you just in case uh, she's got to go. I know we're coming up on an hour shortly. It's okay. I don't, I'm not like, you know, oh, okay. Bound I was to just trying to be hour. respectful of your time. Yeah. It's all good. Okay. Yeah. The whale video is pretty good. Uh, you just skip to 40 seconds in. And then I just brought a couple that were two, uh, two people who got arrested for the January 6th riot, quote unquote, mm. and got very different sentencing based on what they told the judge and whose feelings were hurt more, which I found wow. hilarious. Wow. Unreal. That legal system, huh? Yeah, it's fair and balanced, right? Totally. I guess. All right, here we go. <laughs> go to 40 seconds in. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. 30. He's just cutting it. <laughs> He's backing up like he expects something. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That is oh, not. It, it shows where it went. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, I I <laughs> So I have Such seen a child, I can't not laugh at that. <laughs> I'm like crying. <laughs> well, so I so that happened Oh, directly God. in the line of, of spray and he just got shot way back and bounced off something <laughs> so oh it's God. super common the reason i even found that video is because um there was a whale that washed up on the shores of ireland recently and a bunch of people went to go like scientists biologists whatever were going and investigating it and they ended up leaving because they heard gurgling sounds coming from it and they were afraid that it would explode so my, I had to do some research on this. I'm like, is this a thing that happens all the time? So I looked it up and I saw that video. <laughs> yeah, there is things when, uh, like, uh, I've seen that happen with like elk. If you shoot an elk, and then if you're, if it takes a little while to like get to where you can gut it, like usually you have to drag it to like a strong tree, lynch it up essentially, and then start cutting into it. And I remember as I was younger, um, my cousin was cutting into it with a knife, and he hit like the stomach. Cause that's where that comes from. It's like gastrointestinal shit yeah. and it just sprayed fart and shit all over his face. Oh. It was really weird. Oh. But, was it yeah. hot or something? I mean, I just, I no. didn't realize it was under that much pressure all the time. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's why like a lot of times people shit, shit themselves when they die. Right. Cause like that stuff's always kind of in there. And then oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like your bowels just release when uh, that's funny though. <laughs> it is definitely <laughs> with a giant whale like that. It's going to be like, like the guy probably, just runs away. He's like, uh. <laughs> yeah, like that'd be like a great, like you know, in movies when like the guy is walking and the and then the, there's an explosion in the background. It's like that, but with a whale's stomach. So that's great. Yeah, I would like to see someone just casually walking back or in between, right as it happened, and just go yeah. off screen, get knocked <laughs> off their feet. <laughs> yep, yeah. So apparently, I didn't wash my hands well enough after touching those peppers, and when I touch my nose, my face is burning now. So. Oh, it's, nice. it's there. Scorpion peppers are fucking hot, dude. I don't know. 
do you guys fuck with like spicy food, Jen? You guys, you and Joe? So, Joe does. Joe and his brother, um, we did the one chip challenge a couple of years ago. I think we posted it on the Instagram. Did you? It was dumb as fuck. It was the worst. I had a piece that was like the size of my thumb and Joe ate the rest of the chip and Ben ate a whole chip and they were in pain for hours. I was in pain for like a few minutes and it sucked. It was awful. And I can't believe that would be a thing that people eat. I just don't. I don't know. Do you like the taste of it? Is there a taste? Yeah, I love I love spicy stuff. But like, obviously, when you touch your nose or like the other day, I scratched my nuts and that was just the worst. Absolute worst. Um, Pooping after eating spicy things is really bad. That's like what they talk about all the time. Joe and Ben are like the next day shit is really painful to your butthole because of all the spice. Not for me. I mean, everyone's different, obviously. So, I mean, obviously, that's how it is for them. But no, you know, like there's something to it where, um, you know, it's funny. They actually explain it in Black Mirror really, really well, like why people get like addicted to like pain and like they fetishize pain and stuff like that. Because once you can like once you eat something spicy. Like you almost like after you're done with it, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Ghost. like, what what is it for you? Because I know you like spicy food, but there's something to it where like the sweating and then the pain and like the, the burn of it. And then once it's done, you're like, fuck, I want some more. I don't know what it is, but there's something. You think to it. It's just getting through it because during that time you're struggling and it's stressful and then you make it through and you're fine and you feel better. And you're like, I did that. Yeah. So there's gotta be you, some it gives dopamine. you this like adrenaline rush to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. There has to be. And I, I really, I mean, I love eating hot stuff just because you know, hot peppers and, and, you know, the capsaicin and, and why help fight off cancer and, and what have you. And you start exploring with different, different flavor palettes of, of pepper. Like I don't want something that's just solely heat. Like, like you were saying, does it have flavor? It has to have some flavor. Every, every pepper has a, its own unique flavor to it, but that, I think that's what people like. But like you said, that, that sweating, you know, how, how long you're, you're lips are like on fire or numb after afterwards of, of eating it and you're just like oh fuck and then then it wears off like you said and you're like oh i want some more and you go back in so that's like why you, you get like suicide flavored hot wings you know you're just sitting there fucking eating them and you're sweating and your your nose is running what having you're just plowing through them because you know you, you just want more i, I don't know yeah <laughs> I, I love them i, I, I love that show hot ones dude what a great <laughs> idea they could they could like the original guests were i think a lot better but yeah man i love like if there's somebody that i like and they have a hot ones interview they're always fun to watch it's just such oh, a great yeah. idea that's where that's where i got uh the god slayer hot sauce from it was featured on hot ones really Yep. Interesting. Yeah, that right. shit is what? How many Scovels? Two nine, million? Nine million. Nine million? What the fuck? Yeah. And like yeah. a jalapeno is what? Like a thousand? Uh, Maybe. Oh, man. Because I don't know if you've ever just eaten like a raw jalapeno. They're fucking hot. So they I are. cannot imagine nine million Scovels. That's yeah. too much. Just uh, when I put it in like my hot wing sauce, it's usually maybe like a... A, like I'll take two toothpicks and reach in the in the bottle and and just kind of like whatever's on the toothpick and then mix it around because well I was talking with you the one night and I, I I went and got it and I accidentally well I didn't I touched the top of the cap and I was like oh well, let me taste it I forgot mm. what it oh fuck I was on fire for hours I was just like why, why did I do that why did I do that that's but, crazy yeah I never got to do the one chip challenge did you do it obviously I. 
I mean, it was viral, a viral thing. I never did. Huh? Where'd you it's find disgusting. it? Disgusting. Not worth it. It was gross. <clears throat> so the chip has no flavor. Oh. All it is is as soon as the chip enters your mouth, your body immediately goes into shock and is like, "I need this out of me right now." But instead, you swallow the chip, and it slowly eats away your your face, your lips, your throat, your stomach. You can feel it move through your intestines. I could at least, wow. and so could Joe. And Joe eats spicy stuff all the time. It was awful. And uh, I think huh. Mike and Cretchit and Joe from OBDM did the one chip challenge on the show. Also, isn't it? I think uh, they did it live. Pa- packy chip. Yeah. UI or something like that. I think so. Yeah. Fucking bird just flew into my window right now. It scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Does that ever happen, dude? In the middle of this, a fucking bird just hit this window hard as fuck. It's I heard like, something go dung and jump, but <laughs> that was a bird. Yeah. It scared the fuck out of me. Uh, Is it okay? I'll check right now. Do you want to get to the next one, Joe? Or yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> go, go for it. I can do that. <laughs> go ahead. Ah, shit. Um, where do I want to start? Uh, we'll see what um, we got uh, sent to me here. Where is Victoria? So. We're good. Yeah. Um, no dead bird outside. No dead bird. Wow. It's how the fuck it didn't die, dude. It was it hit hard. All right. Let's see here. Let me share my screen. But yeah, speaking of hot stuff, I'll wrap this up while you're looking for that. I'm growing, uh, I got some arbol seeds. You guys have to try to make salsa with arbol chilies instead of tomatoes. That's how Chipotle makes their hot sauce. And it just gives it a good flavor. Like, it's not necessarily too hot. Um, But I I used a bunch, and it, it, was, it did get pretty hot. But yeah, man, I'm going to grow some of those. I'm growing scorpion and ghost and reapers, too. So nice. we're gonna see nice. how it goes. We're growing Fresno chilies right now. Ooh. I don't know if you've had those. And then um just some hot chili peppers. They were really vague on the description, but they <laughs> grew out of the top of the plant. Just like oh, cool. little dicks just all growing out of the top. Upside um, down? But, yeah. That's awesome. That's how okra grows too. I don't know if you guys like mm-hmm. okra. I fucking love okra. It grows really yeah. well in the heat too. Oh, I've never had okra before. Oh, we're yeah. growing like squashes and uh pumpkins, cucumbers, sage and basil and we finally grew tomatoes this year. Nice. So yeah, Joe I think sent. We might be uh, able to make salsa. I'm sorry, Jen. Uh, Joe sent uh, Ron and I a picture of some massive fucking squash that you guys grow. That was like a huge. Oh yeah, I oh. Saw that post on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Oh, did they? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's impressive. So that would be a uh, a winner for the uh, the porn industry. Well, dude, like I told you, what the fuck? Like I was telling you too, that there, I'm going to see if I can pull it up. There's a really cool thing where like you can put us like a mold around a, a vegetable or a fruit and it grows into that shape. And this dude was growing skull apples. Yeah. Fucking dope. Oh, I'm going to see if so I can cool. find it. Yeah. So I found there was a guy in Japan that was growing watermelons. At, they, he was growing them square. So he put a That's square cool. mold around watermelon and then cut it and it turned into way easier to cut watermelon cubes. Because it's much easier than just slicing around watermelon. We have <laughs> yeah. watermelons too, but they're already growing like squares. It's super weird. They are growing on a vine. So I vined them all up and they're growing hanging down and they are growing in between this like little lattice and they won't let me pull them out. So they're they're actually growing like little squares right now. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. What do you got there, Ghost? 
I'm going to go into this blind. Uh, this is sent to me from P. That's all he goes by on Instagram, but he sends a lot of stuff. So we'll see what this is. Did you know that in the 1960s, they told everyone that oil was going to be gone in 10 years? In the 70s, another ice age was coming in 10 years. The 80s, acid rain was going to destroy all of our crops in 10 years. In the 90s, the ozone layer was going to be destroyed in 10 years. And in 2000, they told us that ice caps were going to be gone in 10 years. So I don't know if it's just me, but I'm kind of sensing a theme here. It's just kind of coincidental that none of that actually happened. But we were taxed for all of it. Did you know that in the 1960s? Mm. Her voice is annoying as fuck, but she's got a good point. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's still taxes here in Pennsylvania. I forget where it happened. But there was uh, like a severe flood. So to help with the the damage or whatever, this was like probably back in the 60s or whatever. They they incorporated uh, incorporated this this tax for the for the state. Well, they fixed it and we're still paying the tax on it. Mm. Hey, it, it's, it's stupid as shit. I hate it. Yeah, man, once a new tax comes into place for solving some problem, it usually never goes away, right? Like, if it's not a, a tax, it's a, you know, some committee of some government or some shit like that, where, like, the TSA, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like, you know, that's kind of like the hacky one to bring up at this point, but it is, uh, I mean, you know, it was brought about for a purpose, and they're just staying around now, and it's fucking wild, the shit that they do. Oh, totally. Um, I don't know. I'm going to do this one because we kind of, this one just kind of baffled me. Okay. There's this object orbiting Earth that is estimated to be there for 13,000 years. And how we get this number is the NSA analyzed a signal from it. A couple of astrophysicists analyzed the signal. And some ham radio operators back in the 50s also got the same signal. All independent came up with the same translation decoding of the signal that it was saying it was from the Epsilon Boetus constellation. Now, I heard about this about 10 years ago, and I got really, really interested in the story. And I realized it was even deeper than that. There's this object orbiting. Hmm. That's weird. I, never I want to know what the that. frequency is. I've never heard that either. Yeah, I never did either. Um, how I long never... was it for Ghost? Sorry to interrupt you. How long has that been orbiting? I'm going to look it up right now. 13,000? Uh, yeah, I think that's what he said. Yeah. So He said that ham radio people were analyzing it in the 50s, though. Yeah. Okay. So it's got to be along, around for a while. Yeah, 13,000 years, they said, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, object orbiting Earth 13,000. Do, do you still fuck with ham radio or did you ever get into that, Jen? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Is it I, fun? I think it's super fun. Joe makes fun of me all the time because I have this whole little notepad on my phone about all of the satellite frequencies I find and which ones they are and when they, when they come around and what, if they're, um, whether there's a repeater on it, which means you can bounce a signal up and hear someone or if it's, <laughs> telemetry where it's doing like a morse code or whatever and joe just like shakes his head at me while i'm doing it because i look like a 50 year old veteran i'm like oh look i found this satellite it's by 72 and he's like yeah cool whatever dude go do your nerd shit yeah i would make fun of someone doing that too but hey if you enjoy it that's good you know what i mean everyone needs a fucking thing man everyone needs i i think it's neat Did, did you have to take the test and pass all that to to do it I sure did. Yeah, I had to go in into a room. I thought it would be more like um, any I mean, any I thought I'd sit at a computer and be by myself in a cube. You know, no one's around. 
new. It's a tiny little room with all good old boys, like all old men, like every single human in there was an old man. And uh, I walk in and they were like, are you in the right place? And I was like, hello, I'm here for my ham radio license test. <laughs> and then they have, um, I forget what they're called, like moderators or something like that. People who are watching over who have a license one step above yours because there's three levels. So they have people in there who are kind of helping proctor the test. And it's just on, it was like 20 questions on a, an iPad, super easy. And then you get to go and all it does is allow you to say, like it gives you a call sign. And it allows you to register for like Echo Link and it allows you to speak over the airwaves. You're not really allowed to technically if you right. don't have a license, but you can listen anytime you want. And that's really what I want to do anyway. So I really didn't need the license. So, so what's your thought on, on satellites? Do you, I, I'm more leaning since that whole spy balloon thing that they're all just satellites. They could be. I don't know what they are, but I know they exist and they have repeaters on them. Some of them do and frequencies that you can track. Mm -hmm. that, that is my question to every flat earther that's come on the show is satellites are real. Like they are there. I'm not saying they're not attached to a balloon. I have no idea. I'm not saying they're in deep space or whatever, it, but they're there. And the ISS has a repeater on it. I don't know if the ISS is real or if it's manned or if it's on a balloon either. No clue. But right. there is a repeater on it and you can track it on an app easily. And when it comes around, you can hear people talking throwing out their call signs and you can see its path. And when it goes away and comes towards you, you can hear people clearer and less clear. So it, there's something to it. I know they're there. They're mm. in the sky somewhere, but I don't know what they are, or what they're made of. I have no idea. Do you ever, do you ever pick up like, uh, do you ever have like a weird situation where you, you stumbled across like a, a frequency or someone talking or chatter and it just, was just maybe creepy or you know kind of like what you see in the movies you know like you said you know veterans sitting there in, in a dark room or whatever and <laughs> they're listening and they're like oh my god this is it and or the and, number stations have you ever seen yeah. any number stations i've never heard i've seen what those uh, are i yeah, scan sorry. all the time but so the the radio that i have is it's I forget what it's called, but it's bound to only UHF and VHF. Like I can't go okay. outside of what came with the radio. So I have okay. to buy a new one so I can get to lower frequencies because that's where all the weird shit happens oh boy. in the ionosphere. I know very nerdy talk here. It's going to get into a, a fucking money pit for you. You're like, I need a new fucking radio. And Jen, Joe's going to be all pissed off. <laughs> no, no, they're not that expensive. I mean, you can get one for a couple hundred dollars. I just need to <laughs> care enough to go do that. They're only like four thousand dollars. It's not that much. No, I, I mean, like I said, if you enjoy it, I think that's fucking awesome. It's it is uh, it's definitely nerdy though, and you can acknowledge that. I think it's uh, I think it's a great thing to do though. Now I found some information on that thing. All right, it's called the Black Knight. They call it. Okay. Um, I'll read just a little bit here. It says space debris or a thirteen thousand year old satellite is is basically like it's either this or that. Um, a mysterious object dubbed the Black Knight orbits the Earth, puzzling scientists of the past and present. Some, like inventor scientist Nikola Tesla, claim to have received radio signals from the uh, orbiting figure. Astronaut Gordon Cooper was adamant that in 1963 he saw it from his own spacecraft. Uh, the documented history of the existence of the Black Knight continues to mystify scientists. And there was something at the very end here where it talks about when people were photographing the blue moon on July 31st, 2015, two separate photographers captured what they believe is the Black Knight. The object was once again passing by the ISS and the Black Knight. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Is the Black Knight an ancient vessel? Question mark. 
Uh, could it be a satellite from somewhere in deep space? Uh, so it's interesting. It sounds like no one really knows what it is, but uh, people are either saying like this is some space junk or some kind of like ancient satellite. And if it was an ancient satellite, dude, this would be proof that history is cyclical, that there's been booms and busts in mm-hmm. like human history. Yeah, 100%. There was a reset at some point or several. Maybe this was, you know, like five resets ago. Right. Yeah. I just uh, wrapped up with uh, Garrett King for part five of the 1111 Matrix Code. And we kind of brought nice. that, you know, different resets and, and what have you. And, and when they do reset, it doesn't necessarily always mean it just wipe. It doesn't wipe everything out. It just, I don't know, like you, you get to a, a certain point and technology it gets so advanced, but are we getting reset because we're abusing it and, you know, and, and not using it for the right way? I, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird because now you see the push to go back to electric vehicles, which we started with. And now we're going back to that for, for some reason, even though it, they never worked in, to begin with. They're not reliable. It's not clean energy. Hmm. That's wild, man. Hey, before we get too far removed from it, I'll show you this really cool mold that, uh, you guys should get some of these, Jen, since I, I, I told Ghost several times, I want to live somewhere where it's a little more humid so that I could grow shit a little easier. It's very difficult to grow stuff out here. But this is one of these molds uh, for it looks like a squash of some kind. Fucking dope. So you have to, like, drill it closed, and then it fucking grows into that. That is fucking crazy. That's cool as shit. Isn't that cool? So then he takes that it off. That's awesome. I mean, you wouldn't want to eat it almost. You know what I mean? Like, you would want to kind of preserve it. Just let it rot. Look at that. Wow. So dope, huh? (laughs) I I would take that and literally, like, dry it. So, you know what I mean? Like, you you could preserve it that way and and have it. Yeah, spray some sealant on it, something to keep it from rotting. That's awesome. Yeah, so I just wanted to share that before. Uh, Put we, it on your counter. <laughs> you like, plant stuff in the ground, Ryan? Or do you plant it in pots? When, you, when you're when gr- you trying to grow stuff, do you plant it in the ground or do you p- try to plant in pots? I've done both. Now, I, I can get stuff to grow, but it's just, it, it takes a lot more effort than it should, honestly. So out here, we have no humidity where we live as well. Even though we're way far north, it's the, kind of the same thing, like triple digits, no humidity. And it's so hard to grow plants in pots. But we started really early and planted in the ground. And then we did drip lines around okay. the garden. And we turn on the drip line every half hour, every hour for like 15 minutes, half an hour. And it's helped our plants completely survive. Yeah. Out, you can get a little drip line system for like 50 bucks at ace or those or whatever you guys gotta start uh, try the uh the electric culture i yeah that's that's the main thing we did that too we did do yeah we put three copper rods that have organite inside of them Mm -hmm. are all around the garden so i don't know if that's really what's causing it or if we just finally got our shit together and didn't plant in pots this year but it's helping with pots oh god i was just gonna say i think it, it is a thing i don't know if you follow that crazy canuck on um instagram um, he's been on the tavern a couple times. We just last week's episode wrapped up with him. He's been experimenting with uh, electroculture and making these rods and antennas. And the he he even said like he has two tomato plants. One has the rod in it. One doesn't. They get equal amount of rain, equal amount of sunlight. 
one was still yellow and the other one was so vibrant green and growing and like yeah. starting to flower and what have you. It, it's nuts. So I believe in it. I think it would work. I don't see why not. You know, just yeah. I mean, our garden is going insane. Like things that I thought were not going to make it. We planted a dead cucumber. Basically, it had no leaves on it. It was just a stem when we planted it. And then it died. Basically, I thought. And then it grew up huge. And it's right next to where one of the copper rods is. Mm-hmm. And it's just putting off all of these crazy Japanese cucumbers. And we're growing them in cages, too. So everything has a cage on it. So they're all growing and vining up. And they have all have fruits and stuff hanging off of them. It's nuts. So it totally could be a thing. I'll have to look more into it. Yeah, it seems fucking awesome. Now, my problem with growing out here, too, is that there's like lizards. Obviously, there's lizards everywhere, but lizards will eat every fucking thing once it starts growing, which is wild. I I didn't really think that they ate plants. I thought they were more like bugs and shit like that. Dude, I can't grow a damn thing because of that out here. I used I had a lot of success at my old house that was in like a suburban area. But I'm, you know, I'm on an acre and a quarter and like all the houses around here are similar where it's like, you know, really spaced apart. There's fucking like, you know, all kinds of different things that'll come and eat shit. Dude, that last rattlesnake I killed, mm-hmm. I left. The, I always leave the body around because I want these other bitch ass snakes to know not to come around here. And then I throw the head far away usually. Right. But I like to know exactly where the head's at. Some shit will come and eat something will come and ate the head as well as the fucking body. Like the head has all the venom in it. Mm-hmm. So you'd think that they'd want to stay away from that. But there's things that will eat the head and then also, you know, the body separately. I think maybe like a king snake or something will eat the head. But yeah. Do you have like mongoose or things like that out there? I don't think there's any mongoose now. Because I, I know certain any. certain weasels and stuff will will eat, you know, like snakes and shit. So, yeah. Yeah, man. I, it, and it never gets old killing those things. It's such an intense fucking thing, dude, because. <laughs> like I told you last time what happened. I was barefoot basically because I was yeah, taking a nap. Huh? <laughs> you got to tell it for Jed. This is fucking hilarious. It's, well, it's dude, I was taking right a nap. <laughs> I was taking a nap and, you know, Kim came inside freaking out. She's like, there's a rattlesnake out there. And she's told me that there's rattlesnakes and it's like a king snake. And I'm not going to kill a king snake. King snakes are great. So. You know, I go out there and I'm like fucking freaking out because you know how like when you get woken up from a nap, it's extra scary, whatever's going on. Cause you're like, what's going on? So I go out there, I have my glasses on, which don't fit my head properly. Like if I look down, they fall off. Right. So I go out there in flip flops because that's all that I have. So I run out there, I got the shovel. I see this thing is trying to get away. I ran up to it. Right. As soon as I swipe at it, my glasses go flying. So I'm barefoot <laughs> and I can't see trying to fight this fucking rattlesnake uh and i felt bad because the first time i hit it since i couldn't see i got down like you know about it was like a four foot long snake pretty big one and i got it like right in the middle so like halfway down so i i busted its fucking intestines are coming out in the shed and it tried to get away but then i caught it that second time and uh you know just blind stabbing at this thing and it was just it was terrifying but uh that's some skill Sounds yeah, like you that, were very ill prepared for a rattlesnake battle and you still won. Good job. Still came out on top, luckily. Yeah. And uh I got the rattle somewhere in here. I it, it, the the rattle was a good good size little rattle. So things are yeah. scary though, man. They're they're I, fucking I, I, mean looking. Yeah, we have them up here too. We saw yeah. one, we were all hiking. I think we've told the story a long time ago, but I moved out here and I was like, let's go hiking in the mountains in California. Yeah. And I didn't know any better. I'm from the East Coast. And Joe was like, sure, sounds good. So we all had Dutch bros. So we had coffees and like slushies and stuff just hiking in flip-flops same kind of thing wearing tank tops no big deal (laughs) and there's fucking mountain lions and rattlesnakes everywhere in this area i had no idea 
and uh, Joe's kid ran around a corner and we couldn't see him. And Joe started screaming. And I've never seen Joe act like this, but he looked like a different person. He went, and then we heard this crazy sound of all of these rattles. It's like this weird buzzing sound. It doesn't sound like what you think a rattle. It's like this that like vibrates through the woods. And there was a rattlesnake just curled up in the middle of the path. And his kid was like a foot away from it. So he backed away and then the rattlesnake just went on its merry way into the woods. And we ran the fuck out of there and never went hiking again. Yeah. Yeah. I kill every, every single one I fucking see I kill. And and it's wild when you cut their head off of their body and you touch their head, their body will move accordingly and vice versa. You can touch their body. You can separate their head and their body like quite a bit. And the head will pick up what you're touching on the fucking body. Like they're not normal animals. They're at all. They're, there's some weird Weird thing, man. It's a fucking trip every time you come. Wait, them. when you move the head, the body will move the same way? Yeah. I, so like, I have a video. I can, I'll send it to Joe and he can show you. But like I was touching, I think I was touching the body of the snake and the head was clearly separated. And when you touch the body of the snake, the, the head goes like that. Like the mouth was opening every time I would touch it. No way. Send was, me that, please. That's yeah, yeah. wild. I'll send it to Joe right now. It's fucking insane. I remember when uh, I was working in juvenile corrections uh, in a boot camp facility and we'd take the, the cadets out, you know, the whole platoon or whatever. And we, at the time we were like making uh, brush piles and what have you in the woods and we're marching back this path and we're getting ready to head back to the barracks. And all of a sudden you could just see the whole formation just stop and they're all like piling up on each other. And I had a shovel and one of them, it broke rank and was like the snake. And I walk up and there's a copperhead sitting there. And I, without even hesitation, I just boom, kind of what Ryan did, just chopped it, its head off and what have you. My buddy's like, why'd you do that? I'm like, dude, it's a fucking poisonous snake. I don't like poisonous snakes. If it wasn't poisonous, I would have let it go. But, you know, and, and at the same time, I got to worry about 32 other fucking kids. You know what I mean? I'm not letting them get yeah. bit by a fucking snake. Yeah, you did the right thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude, there's no, I mean, yeah, when people start saying, like, why would you do that? No, um, because it, cause it might kill you. Joe and Ben have been killing snakes or rattlesnakes since they were little kids. They used to pile wood with their dad. They'd cut wood and then pile it up, or they'd take wood off the wood pile, and there'd be a rattlesnake in there, and they'd just grab a shovel and cut its head off at, like, 10 years old. It yeah. was just no, just normal, normal thing to do. Yeah. We actually have a rattle rattlesnake hunting season out here. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Guys will go up in the mountain. There's certain areas where they're more prevalent, but, uh, and they, there's, there's limits and rules to it. They have to be so big or whatever and what have you. But, uh, one of our contractors that we, we deal with, I mean, he's all balls deep in it. I mean, he got the, the chaps, the stick, you know, the, the not stick, but the metal thing that, you know, you round them up with and he oh, with a little snake catcher. Yeah. And he's, he's gotten some pretty big ones and, yeah, and then uh, there's a, a place up above Williamsport, Pennsylvania, where the which is the home of the Little League World Series. Um, they have a rattlesnake roundup where they everybody <laughs> catches as many rattlesnakes as they can, and I don't. I, I think they end up like skinning them and cooking them and doing all that shit. But are they the good for the ecosystem in any way? Like, is there something wrong with killing a rattlesnake? I mean, I just feel like there that should be in every area. Everyone yeah. should kill every single rattlesnake. I don't know so what it's they funny, do for our economy or the ecosystem, but they say, Jen, that like the reason that you shouldn't kill them is because it helps with anti venom. 
but it's fucking anti-venom for the goddamn rattlesnake bites. So it's like if they weren't there, we wouldn't need the anti-venom. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. it's definitely um, I'm actually emailing this to myself right now and I'll see if we can play it on here. The, just their heads alone, man. They look like fucking mean, mean creatures, dude. Like mm-hmm. the, that spade face there, that spade shaped rather face. Um, it's scary stuff, but we'll see if we can get this here. Yeah, not not a fan. Not a fan. Did you have anything else uh, to play? Oh, let me see. I think Jen said a, sent a couple things here. I just sent two kind of related articles. They're not funny or anything, so you can like pull up whatever if you have funny stuff. Okay. Uh, let's go back to this. I want to. I'm going to play this clip quick, but I got to share my screen. So, give me a second. Sounds like a threat. Yeah. Or a promise. What do, right? Thought the clip of Mike Pence saying the United States is not his concern as he's running for president was bad. Wait until you get a load of this. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Is this real life? Like, who is this lady? Like, seriously? Like... Am I Did she mean person? to say pollution, though? It sounds like she meant to say pollution because she's an idiot and well, said she... population instead. I mean, I, that's just devil's advocate. She may have meant reducing population, but she's talking about clean energy and electric vehicles, and that's pollution typically, but she's right. a tard and said population instead, but which you... is probably something she talks about a lot behind closed doors. So it slipped out. Yeah, yeah. And did you catch her accent, though? I don't. I don't know where she was speaking, but she was using a different accent. No. I mean, yeah. Here, let me, I'll bring it. I thought the clip of Mike Pence saying as he's running for president was bad. Wait until you get a load of this. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Is this real life? Clean water. Like, is she... She's Southern all of a sudden. Like, she changes I, her voice all the time. Yeah, I can't stand her. Now, to reference the beginning of this clip, I'm going to play this of Mike Pence. This guy is a fucking piece of shit. Make no mistake about this. We promised them 33 Abrams tanks in January. I heard again two weeks ago in Ukraine. They still don't have them. We've been telling them we'll train their F-16 pilots, but now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. Have you? I know you're running for president. You are distressed. You, you are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse. Now, I'm going to pause it here real quick. Pay attention to how smug this motherfucker is. For the past three years. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet, your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. Right. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. <laughs> Tucker, uh, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. Yeah, that's bad, yeah. dude. Yeah. He, 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 everyone claps, too? What the hell? 
I think they were clapping at uh, at Tucker's question, right? Yeah, oh, I hope so. I hope so. I, I hope so too, but what a fucking smug motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, just watching him sit there and he's all like, I'm looking at the crowd and I'm just staring at them. And then all, oh yeah, I got to look at Tucker for a second. And you're so beneath me, even though I'm a fucking pedophile gay motherfucker. Allegedly. Well, Is he gay? And just said allegedly. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, man, I can't get this fucking video to send, but it's all right. I, I'll figure something out. But uh, I think getting Lindsey Graham bang in the back room. Oh, dude, Lady G. Yeah, good old Lady G. Lady G is. Uh, did he hear about that, Jen? When uh, Lindsey Graham was going around, I guess fucking dudes. Lindsey Graham, like a, the, the politician, he was like prostituting and like cross dressing. Supposedly, we got to probably throw allegedly in there. No, no, I sure didn't. It's oh, you very didn't. strange. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a fun little story. Look up Lady G if anyone's interested. Lady G, all right. Yeah, Lindsey Graham. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do we got anything else, dude? Uh, yeah, I, I have a couple others. I, I can get this video to fucking. It's pissing me off. It won't won't send to you, or no, it won't. It won't. I can't email it to myself for some reason. Hmm. It's a pretty cool video, though. Maybe I can play it just like holding it up. Do you have an auxiliary cord? No. Well, it's an iPhone, so it doesn't do the right auxiliary thing, right? I wonder if other people have done this. Have you tried to look it up to see if someone else has cut off a snake's head and tried to move it or touch the body? I haven't looked it up. Um, See if you can see this. You probably won't be able to hear it. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. Uh Okay. So, yeah. So you see the mouth going like the head is separated. And then right here, I'm touching the head and the body starts moving. <sighs> yeah, so I'm touching the head right there. I mean, it's just they're so freaky, dude. The teeth. Yeah. And then watch it bites the shovel. Look at that. You see that? It's just weird. Yeah. Freaks oh, me the fuck out. God. That's the aliens that are among us right now. I mean, it's yeah, reptiles, that's what I'm dude. saying. Those are crazy animals. Definitely. And I know that there was like a lot of, a lot of adrenaline going right before I killed it cuz it I mean, it was moving quick um when it saw me, but yeah, man, those things are it's always a trip killing them. What else we got? Crazy. Uh, I'm going to play this. Like I said, I I I captured these throughout the week, so I I don't. I saved it for a reason. I just forget what it was. Okay. Joining us now, Congressman Kat Kamek from the House Weaponization Subcommittee. Congresswoman, it's good to see you again. Okay, your sub- subcommittee releases bombshell report based on documents. Why is the FBI working with Ukraine officials in their security service to censor Americans on social media? They're censoring even State Department accounts and journalists. How can a foreign nation get a, the FBI to do that? Liz, this is horrific. The FBI is supposed to counter foreign influence, not facilitate it. And this report is Exhibit A as to how they are furthering the mission of agents, and in some cases double agents, of the SBU, the Ukrainian Secret Service, their intelligence arm, and actually 
taking and violating American civil liberties. As you said, American journalists, their posts have been taken down. State Department posts across all social media channels were targeted by Ukraine, and the FBI did the dirty work of taking it down. But it gets even more egregious. They wanted to set up a 24-7 channel where the Ukrainian government, this SBU, could filter the posts to the FBI, and the FBI would back channel with executives of Twitter and Google and Meta to have these posts taken down. It's disgusting. It's gross. We spent $113 billion in Ukraine, and we'll be damned if they continue to do the bidding of the Ukrainian government. What were they censoring? It was everything from questions about the engagement that is happening there, the, the, the war in Ukraine, everything from um, pro-Russia, anti-Russia, it was all over the map. And that's why we know that these posts weren't vetted, because there wasn't a singular agenda that had been flagged. You would think that the FBI would have done the courtesy of checking the posts that they were telling these social media platforms to take down, but they didn't. Some of them were pro-Ukraine, anti-Ukraine. That's what's so messed up about this entire situation, is without question, they violated the civil liberties of Americans all across this country, including uh, journalists, including uh, everyday American citizens. Heck, the State Department had things taken down. That's so, egregious. So the Ukraine security services routinely sent F the FBI and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, social media platforms, massive spreadsheets containing thousands of Americans to censor, thousands. But the Ukrainian security service, SBU, is known to be infiltrated by Russia. It has yes. historical ties to KGB and the FSB. And was Ukraine getting, so was there censorship of anti-Putin and pro-Ukraine materials? Yes. So from the post that I've seen, it, it has cut both ways. But the thing that I find interesting is Zelensky fired the head of the SBU uh, in 2022 for the infiltration that was rife with Russian agents. So we were getting a, a little bit out of both sides, which again speaks to the troubling nature, not only of the fact that the FBI was doing the bidding of a foreign government, yeah. but the fact that they weren't vetting these posts and they we're, were coming from both sides of that war in Ukraine. We're seeing a photographer with a studio in New York censored, a manager yes. of a moving company in South Carolina censored, a mu musician in Minnesota censored, a prof professor at a California university censored. You know, so there's that story. There's also this congresswoman... Let's move on to the separate story, what you've been um, drawing attention to, that HHS Secretary Javier Becerra, he failed to properly and constitutionally uh, basically appoint top NIH officials. They weren't sworn in, but they're giving out grant money. Can you break this story down? Absolutely. So under the 21st Century Cares Act, there was a requirement under Section 2033 that the secretary had to appoint and reappoint officials within NIH. To date, we know that that has not happened. So you have individuals like Dr. Fauci who were not authorized and still issuing out grant money to the tune of 20 billion dollars plus, including to the EcoHealth Alliance. Now, we all know that there's a direct tie to the Wuhan lab and the EcoHealth Alliance. We're going to get more and more information, but what we know is that the Biden administration broke from traditional policy, and these officials, they conducted business illegally using taxpayer dollars. Got it. Congressman Kat Kamek. What are your thoughts? Go ahead, Jen. Hey, what do you think is coming for censorship? Like they're censoring everything. And now that that's in the news, do you remember when they were talking about people who should be censored and now they're talking about people being censored and that's a bad thing. I, I don't know what their end game is, but mm -hmm. I, 
It seems know, I like think, it's, uh, it's going to, we can't believe anything we see anymore. They're constantly confusing us. Like, okay, believe everything we say and don't listen to these people. We're censoring them for you. Remember Facebook came out a couple of years ago and was like, we're going to censor your Facebook posts, not yours, but we're going to censor what you can see and you can choose to click on it if you want to. I right. think they still do that on Instagram. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's interesting, too, that the uh, like they show a newspaper and it literally looks like an upside down American flag because it's got like the thing over to the side, you know, the corner. And then it's got like stripes. So it's just, you know, the symbolism is all over the place. And as far as like why they talk about one thing and like kind of do the other and, you know, talk about both sides, I think it's to start a debate. It's to start people arguing because there's automatically those people that are going to be like, dude, they're censoring all of our shit. We're not, you know, able to say and do and whatever we want. And then there's automatically going to be people that are going against them just for the sake of like, you know, disagreeing politically, because, you know, politics is so polarized these days. If you agree on one thing, if you think Trump's good, then anyone that thinks that Trump's bad is going to hate everything that you say. Even if you talk about stuff, it's very common sense. Like, you know, you shouldn't fuck a kid, right? Like that's the most extreme example. But then they're like, well, maybe you can, you know, it's like, dude, what the fuck are we doing here? Why can't we just. You know, I think that, you know, the whole digitalization of like arguments and things like that, arguing not face to face, right? Dude, people say things to me that online that they would never say to me in person. And it happens all the time. You know what I mean? And even it's not even about beating someone up or, or being able to kick someone's ass if they said something to you like face to face. It's just like there is there there's a respect there no matter what. Right. If Jen, if you and I were face to face, I wouldn't fucking name call you. Not because I'm afraid that you're going to beat my ass. It's because it's a fucking respect thing. Like most people don't do that when they're face to face. Um, yeah, there's like an energy that people have too. When you're right in front of someone, there's something else about that, I guess. When right. it's easy, when you're just behind a screen or you just have your phone up and you want to get mad and say something shitty, there's no repercussions at all. What right. are they going to do? Say something mean to you? You don't yeah. have to really yeah. deal with it. You can also choose to put your phone down and never see if that person responds back to you. Right. But when right. you're face to face, you have to hear it. I yeah. Mean, and there is that chance it. that you get, you know, slapped or you get some, you know, water thrown on you or whatever or embarrassed, you know, like someone could be like, look what the fuck this dumbass just said. And it's face to face. It's very, very interesting. It is it's real time. What's that? It's real time too. Right. you're going to get right. insulted right to your face and you're going to hear it as it's happening instead of just seeing it oh, someone posted this an hour ago yelling at me or whatever. Right. And it is Orwellian. And and since, uh, you know, you, you bring that up, Ghost, that's a good uh, clip. I'll kind of segue into some other Orwellian stuff right here real quick. That picture. Until 1984, George Orwell push of ring doorbells, Amazon Alexos, Amazon Echoes, and all the other names that they give them. All fancy names to try to put it in your house so that they can take your data and turn it into a television show. Now, what's interesting is those Amazon rings and all those doorbells actually sync up to these new LED smart bulbs that they're trying to push. There's a little disclosure on there saying that everything will be interconnected in the Internet of Things or in the smart city, which is linked up to the social credit score. These light bulbs will sync up to all of your appliances, all of your devices and everything in your home to issue you a social credit score based on if you've been a good citizen. I like to stick to incandescent bulbs. They don't track me. They don't give me a social credit score. They're also not linked to cataracts like LED bulbs, and they're just soothing. So if you're out at the hardware store and you're looking for what to put into your house, stick to things with wires, stick to things that are old school, and avoid all this weird technology before it gets too... So today we're going to yeah. hit on this whole... 
I definitely agree with that, dude, because like even like yeah. the idea of those oh, yeah. locks on your home are terrifying to me. Like, I don't understand why anyone has those in their homes. Yeah. I remember when we I first bought this house and, you know, doing it didn't need much work. You know, we're getting paint or whatever, changing doorknobs, what have you. And they, they were running a, a special on uh, Google, those little Google home minis or whatever they were. Right, right. I got one. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool, you know, and wanted to hook it up to everything and, and you know, looked into maybe like a ring doorbell or, or whatever. I'm glad I never did. And and I it wasn't long after that. I, I unhooked that that Google Home Mini and it's I don't even know where it's at, but you just started hearing too many horror stories. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to be hooked up. I don't it's in your house. I'm it's probably good. still listening to you, though. Yeah. Even though it's unplugged, it's probably, yeah, you're right. still is. Did just, you we have that? one of those in our house, too. Oh, God. No, no. Go for it, Jen. I was just going to say, we had when we bought this house, we had one of those, the Google thermostats that was just part of the house. It was already here. So I was all excited about it. And then um, a bunch of people were talking about, um, they were throttling their AC. They were turning it down or whatever. Even though they'd set it to a certain temperature, it was turning itself off. And right. ours did the exact opposite during that same time. The AC was like cranking up and the heat was turning on. It was super weird. And I had turned off every single setting. So we haven't necessarily disconnected it yet, but we never, ever use it. We don't set it for anything. Wild. I mean, I want to see if I can find. Okay, so this is. Yeah, okay. this is from. Oh, go ahead, Ghost. I was just going to say they were doing that this past winter. Uh, limiting people that had these devices, the electric company somehow was ha- tapping into them and not letting them turn their heat up past a certain point. Or, you know, it, it, that happened here in central Pennsylvania. I, I mean, I don't have one of those thermostats, but I was just like, what the fuck? Like, if I want my house 80 degrees, I'm going to put it at fucking 80 degrees. Who are you to tell me what I can put it at? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, dude, it's wild stuff. Those smart thermostats. So let me show you something else that is, it goes right in line with that. This is something that we all have in our houses. It's like a router or a modem or whatever. I talked about this on the Las Vegas sphere beginning episode because I think that that sphere might have some of this kind of technology and it's going to also kind of, I think, harness energy, which sounds weird, but it seems to be some kind of weird operation like that. This is fucking nuts. This is like a TED talk type thing where they talk about. Uh, uh, kind of a hidden capability of some routers. Well, what they did is they had, um, you know, a camera looking at a space with people in it. Um, that's sort of like coming in from one eye. The other eye is the radio signals, so sonar from the uh, Wi-Fi router. And they just learned to predict, like, this is where the human beings are. Then they took away the camera. So all the AI had was the language of radio signals bouncing around a room. And this is what they're able to reconstruct real-time 3D pose estimation, right? So suddenly AI has turned every Wi-Fi router into a camera that can work in the dark, specially tuned for tracking living beings. What they did is they had- Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. Yeah, what's the context of that? that? What was the TED Talk about? Uh, And I don't even know if it was honestly a TED talk, but it seemed to be about like dangers of AI is what it sounds like, because that's the only clip that I've seen of that guy. I don't know who the guy is. He could be bullshitting, you know, who knows. But 
it doesn't sound impossible when you think about like, you know, okay, artificial intelligence is tapping into routers and then the routers send out frequencies and pulses, essentially. That's how they find shit or, or how you get your signal rather. So if they turn that into like some sort of like sonar type thing, that's how like fucking, isn't that how like bats hunt and they're very good yeah. at hunting bugs. So if it was like artificial intelligence mixed with these pulses coming out, they could say, okay, there's this being that's moving around the house. What is the shape of that being? How are they moving? What, like, where are they at right now? You know, and then it'll start getting like the bedtimes. And it's like, it's going to know when you're laying in your bed, it's not going to distinguish you from the bed. I wouldn't think, but then like, I don't know if it's going to be able to pick up on like biometrics and shit like that, but it's just, it's a wild concept that this shit's able to basically like reconstruct some sort of moving image like a living being i think that that's just wild and then you sounded like you just described the newest horror movie for 2023 it's like the next plot like that is this that is a terrifying creature terrifying enemy right it's like a terminator yeah i I was just gonna say think if it gets in the hands of law enforcement they don't need a warrant They, they can just use this technology watch it on a screen and see how many people are in the building where they are and now in a good situation take out a bad target but what if it's used right. in nefarious ways right and then the precog crime and stuff too mm-hmm. like my parents were watching minority report the other day when i went over there Great. to see them and i mean yeah dude it, it it's like that that stuff is scary you know what i mean like i don't know it it, it all seems like all too real to me it seems like it's right around the corner yeah it does that's why society's going to have breakaway civilizations that are like hey we're just gonna go live in the woods in tents and just hunt for our food i don't want any help from you it sounds really comfy to go sit and live in a smart city and have everything provided for you and you get get your universal basic income but i would rather live in the mountains at this point and and just hunt and take my chances on the fresh water i find right yeah right yeah it's fucking terrifying stuff um, and, and own a horse because if the horse drinks the water, you can drink the water. They will never drink. Uh, uh, I'll make my kids try it first. <laughs> there you go. Hey, drink that. <laughs> there you go. You All got right. a couple of them. Two two hours later. Okay. You, you don't got the shit yet. All right. We're good. <laughs> let me, uh, I know we're probably coming to a close here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, let me show you guys this. Okay. This is great. This is like a heavy metal Alex Jones riff. <gasps> I think I, I might have seen this. Hell, before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages, I'm done, I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You Satanists want to sacrifice the West. You want to kill the beautiful goddess that is the West. You people are enemies, and we're going to get your asses, and we know what you're up to, and we're coming for you. <laughs> Isn't that dope? And then he just goes on shredding like that, but it's just so sick. Let's um, rape possums. Let's rape possums. That is uh that is a fact. Let me see here. Yeah, man, that was about it. You know, just wanted to show show those things there. What is chicken? It looks fucking amazing. It does. I was looking at that I'm too. Like, huh? I'm like, man, that fucking looks good. Oh, this is fish. It's uh oh. it's uh catfish stuff with cream cheese, shrimp, and spinach. Ooh, mozzarella. Yeah, dude, it looks fucking good, huh? Yeah. That's like half my <laughs> my shit like on my saved. It's like food, some art every once in a while, and then conspiracies. Like this art page, dude, is nuts. The stuff that this dude draws. Um, I'd like to read this though. 
but he uses paint markers and he just makes like the craziest shit. Um, it looks super, super legit. Like all these different ones that he has. I'll go to his page, uh, just to shout him out, but he draws all these by hand. Like it's like, you know, kind of creepy dark stuff, but it's dope yeah. as fuck. It has that, that dark garbage pail feel to it. Exactly. Yeah. That, I think that, that might be why I like it. But yeah, dude, I mean, it, it looks like super realistic. What you can do with paint markers is just crazy. So it's kind of fun. To, and I used to be like, I have some drawings up there on the wall that I have and shit, but like that dog is dope, dude. Like, I don't know. It's just really cool. Kind of That's style. awesome. He should do tattoos. They look like tattoo drawings. Right. Right. They're kind of like cartoonish, but yeah, oh, yeah, it's cool. What else on the docket? Anything? No, I think we're, we're coming to that, that time where we, uh, we, we play the music. The cunt of the week. And the music does come through clearer, Jen, on the show. For some reason, it doesn't sound very good on the thing. We we were we discussed this, but there's no real fix. But either way, ladies first, do you have a cunt of the week? Someone that we talked about here, um, preferably. If not, you know, you can always throw anybody out there, or you can throw multiple cunts of the weeks out there. Uh, but you go first. Um. The cunt of the week is obviously Mike Pence. He's always been a cunt. He will always be a cunt. And yeah, he's the cunt of the week. I I, I have to wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, that was mine going into it. I changed it mid-show, uh, not knowing that you were going to pick Mike Pence. but Snipe it out. Yeah, I was like, yeah, or, or I already know my cunt of the week. This fucking Pence, dude. But yes, I, I agree. Do you have another one? I do. I'm going to go with the FBI and this whole censoring shit and then uh, how they appointed Fauci illegally and what have you and doing all the grants. And, you know, they're, they're just pieces of shit. All these government entities need to fucking be dismantled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's nuts, man. The fucking... The levels of tyranny that are just ramping up constantly. Yeah. For my cunt of the week, uh, not, you know, it's not as bad as some of these like government officials. Mike Pence is a great one and blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm going to go with like these transgender dudes that fucking go in and expose themselves in bathrooms. We talked about that. Oh, right. I was just going to say that one definitely deserves at least a nomination. So hell yeah. I'm glad yeah. you picked that one. We hit them. We hit them all. I think that, yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's, uh, what an awful thing to do, man. Like, I know that, like, there was a story a while ago. Uh, I saw it on InfoWars where I think it, it was in, like, South Korea or something. The bathhouses there for women are, like, a bonding thing. Like, women will go in there naked. Their daughters will go in there naked. And it's, it sounds super weird to, to us, probably. But it's something that they do, right? And there was a dude that went into one of these things naked, you know, just dick and balls are out in front of children. Right now, it's one thing, you know, when, when you're a kid, I don't know. Uh, and this is weird to say, but, you know, a lot of kids take like showers with their parents. Like I, I remember distinctly taking showers with like my dad uh, as a you know little, little kid. Never with my mom, though. I never took any showers with my mom. You know what I mean? Um yeah, that makes sense. So I did that with my daughter when she was little, little, like two or three. Right. I didn't want to leave her alone. And I was like, okay, we'll take showers together. And as she got older and could do it on her own, I stopped do obviously doing that. Like I just did it out of necessity. But if I had a little boy, that would probably never have happened. Right. right. And you show them what to do, right? You show them how to clean all their parts right. and shit, you know, like it, it's not going to work the same way with a, you know, man. And then it could get some kind of weird, like, 
you know, weird kind of vibe going. I think like later in life, if you see your mom naked a bunch, I think that's probably not good for a boy. Honestly, I don't, I don't know, but I don't have kids. So I might be talking out of line here, but it definitely was something that I remember. And it was something that I think that that could have been really fucked up for a lot of people at, you know, a lot of young girls seeing a dude naked, um, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's gross as fuck to me. So yeah, yeah shame on those people, man. Um, good show though. This was a fun yeah. one. Jen, thank you so much for popping on. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's awesome. Is there anything that you want to like tell people about? Obviously, hopefully everybody that listens to us will listen to you guys. Um, you guys have been around for, for a little while now too. So is there anything new going on with legit bad or anything at all? So we're, we're kind of taking the summer off of having guests on where we're going to bring it back to me, Ben and Joe. I'm probably saying this right. Joe, Ben and I doing, uh, just shows on our own without having guests for a little bit. Um, Joe just kind of stopped scheduling, not out of laziness or anything, but he was like, I just kind of missed the good old days of late 2020 when we started the show and it was just us shooting the shit or we talk with you all the time, Ryan and Brandon, like, and then, um, and Ron from new England, but we would just, the three of us get on and just bullshit. So we're going to try that out for a couple of weeks and see how that goes. And then probably start scheduling again in the fall. But gonna have a weird summer of just us cool that's awesome yeah i'm looking forward to that yeah Yeah. hell yeah yeah i it's important to change up your shows you know what i mean like i i'm recently now it's funny you say that because i'm getting back into having guests on um after not having guests for a while so yeah it's uh it's it's a good way to keep yourself interested and keep the uh you know content fresh for people so good job with that i'm excited and uh hopefully you know you guys have all the the success out of the show you get whatever you want out of the show it's awesome so uh ghost anything for you do uh no not not much uh just you know doing the same old bump and grind you know booking guests for my show and the tavern so yeah and i get it it can be very overwhelming you try to put you know a, a show to uh, you know uh, together every week and you know you you want it to be good so i don't i don't i'm not good at solo so i, I gotta keep on plugging away at Looking guess. <laughs> Hell yeah. But good stuff, guys. Well, yeah. it was great. Else? No, that was it. Uh Jen, thank you. Uh tell yeah, thank you guys. Yeah. It's nice to to get the female voice on, on the on the, the cunt show and you know, instead of as it should be. Uh, yeah. You have a female guest on cunt every time. Just yeah. we try to. I mean we that's, try. that's you, the they're just far and few between in the podcast game. In in, in oh, yeah, that's conspiracy type type angle of it, but Again, thank you. Um, tell Joe thank you for for uh, letting you spend some time with these two retards. And uh, yeah, yeah tell my it. husband thank you for allowing me to what not. Yeah, be I in wasn't going to say or... anything if. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. I, I just yeah. Know, like, thank you for great. Justin Ryan, say thanks for allowing me to hang out with two males <laughs> alone for an hour. And that, 47 minutes. No, I was going to say, I was like, damn, dude, that sounds sexist as fuck. And I am usually the sexist one. So it's funny that you said that, Ghost. I but... love it. That was great. I wasn't even thinking of it in that way. when I, I know. I know. Tell I the man. Thank you, though, because that's fucking hilarious. Tell the man thank you for letting us talk to you for a little bit. Sure will. I'll do cookies. that. <laughs> I'll bake him a loaf of bread next, just in case. I don't want to get go. hit. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I don't want to get smacked with a fucking shovel. Oh, shit. Well, that's the end of the show, people. Uh, thanks ending for Ending on a high note. Yeah, ending on a high note, literally. So, yeah, until then, we will see you next Tuesday.